Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. And you can listen to our Warn Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com. Warn Radio is now on the following platforms. Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. Do not miss the featured post this week on Dana Glenn Smith and Warn-USA.com. Technology Building God Technology Building God Who or What Is Your God On DanaGlennSmith.com The Lost Glory of Americanism Is Jesus Christ Enemy or Lord in America? On Warn-USA.com Revelation of John Series Patmos Parts 1 through 7 Classic Warren Radio Revelation of John Series Great Wonder Parts 8 through 14 And Revelation of John Series Faithful and True Parts 15 through 23 On Classic Warren Radio Grace, Faith, Promise, Book of Romans, Part 8, on Sound the Shofar. Work of Righteousness, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 82, on Battle Lines. Persecuted, Discriminated, Overcomers, Global Witness of Jesus Christ, on Morn Radio. And you don't want to miss the following WIBR Warren Radio shows from September 6th through the 8th. Wednesday's Advocacy Show, Anti-Christians, Spilling of Christian Blood, Persecution, Weaponized Chaos, Afghans, Kenya, Sudan. Thursday's Isaiah Series, Iniquity, Justice, Truth, Prophetic Book Part 187 on Battle Lines. Friday, Sound the Shofar, Kingdom War and the Coming King, Great Heartlet, Part 2. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. And The Rising details a takeover of America. There's danger and intrigue. The nation is at risk, and dark forces are plotting to bring the country into the globalist new order. And hidden within the storyline of the rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. You can get your copy of the rising by going to Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, Ingram, and Google Play. Also has the rising ebook. And you can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglennsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. (laughs) 
Thanks, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Well, I'm doing good on this beautiful, rainy, cloudy evening. Yes, it's wonderful. I love the rain. Yeah, it was really coming down. Yeah. You know, if you look around, there's been quite a few different things. And this, um, a lot of these things are really happening, you know. Like what? Well, the floods. Yeah. You know, the hurricanes. <laughs> yeah. You know, of course, the war in Ukraine, you know. Uh, and in America, uh, the Biden administration and all the Democrats want to lock up Trump. So this is like Custer's last stand. Yes, but, it is. But, uh, and of course, it should be illegal what they're doing. But, you know, they're doing it anyway. So, there's no way this is legal. They may think it's legal, but it's not. And it's corrupt. Yes, very much so. So, at any rate, we're going to be talking about corruption tonight in the form of shedding the blood. So, uh, okay, tonight on Battle Lines, Defiled with Blood brings us to Isaiah's prophetic book, part 189. In the beginning of the book, we understand being defiled with blood. This occurs when Cain slew Abel. You can never get away from the blood guilt that happens when the children of men murder someone. In America today, we have many murders daily on a national level. We have wars. What modern man does not pay attention to is the shedding of blood and the shedding of innocent blood. The price of that blood is high. Then we have the blood of the covenant wherein man is redeemed by the shedding of the Son of God on Calvary. Make no mistake here, being defiled with blood brings God's judgment very quickly. And now back to you. I'll see you on the other side. Yes, we're in part 188. Is what this one is. Defiled with blood. And you can be sure that the nations of men, for the most part, especially when they're at war, don't give one iota about innocent blood. You know, war is hell. That's what they say. But sometimes politics is hell. And in this case, Isaiah has to deal with Judah. And the words, when you read Isaiah, these are the words the Lord God spoke to Isaiah, and he wrote them down. Actually, a scribe wrote them down as he told them. So as we go down, Isaiah 59.3 For your hands are defiled with blood, your fingers, your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies, your tongue has muttered perverseness. And, you know, this is, yeah, this is a, you know, how do you get anything positive out of this? When you are a prophet <laughs> and God tells you to tell them, their hands are defiled with blood, they're defiled with iniquity, they've spoken lies, and you have talked perverseness. Defiled with blood, defiled with iniquity, you've lied to me, you're perverse. I mean... Well, you know, I did sin a couple of times, God. You know, forgive me. But they're way past that. This is Judah. They're going into captivity. And when you look at America, I want you to think about something. And that's why I'm kind of stopping here. Because America not only mutters perverseness, America is full of perversion. 
And when we talk about being defiled with blood, all you who love abortion and killing innocent babies, that's blood guilt, killing someone that's innocent. And we could go on and on with the sins of America and what's going on. And we have the sins in the White House. And we have the sins in the Democratic Party. And we have the sins in the Republican Party. And we have sins in the land. Your sins have found you out, America. Just like it as we're dealing with Judah now. But see, judgment is redemptive. You may not like the judgment. More than likely you won't. Because when God, especially with Judah, the penalty was 70 years in captivity in Babylon. The cost was, well, he didn't have prophets, really. Ezekiel was a prophet. Daniel was a prophet. But you didn't have a whole line of the prophets like the school of prophets that Samuel was doing. You didn't have none of that. God had had it. And of course the last uh, prophet that was dealing with Judah before they went into captivity was Jeremiah. And the prophet that went with them was Ezekiel. And the prophet <laughs> that was in Babylon is Daniel that really uh, took up the latter part. Matter of fact, Daniel stayed there the whole time. That's what some records indicate about Daniel. So the context of this, these are seven verses. Now this is really the situation that we're looking at. For your hands are defiled with blood, your fingers with iniquity, your lips have spoken lies, your tongue has muttered perverseness, now that's four, None calleth for justice, none pleadeth for truth. They trust in vanity, they speak lies, they conceive mischief, and bring forth iniquity. Now that's ten, okay? They hatch cockatrice eggs, and weave the spider's web. He that eateth of their eggs dieth, and that which is crushed breaketh out into a viper. Their webs shall not become garments, neither shall they cover themselves with their works. Their works are the works of iniquity, and acts of violence is in their hand. Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. Their thoughts are the thoughts of iniquity, wasting and destruction are in their path. <laughs> now I'll tell you, these three, four, five, six, seven, five verses... You know, when I look at America, I think that describes America. We'll talk about not America. You know, there are a lot of nations that are wicked. And the nations of men, you know, are not where they need to be. They haven't called upon the Lord. And they have violated his trust in some cases. But we're going to be talking about innocent blood to begin with and a few other items. Then we're going to move on. But see, if you're Judah, now your forefathers, you know, you had Moses that got him out of captivity through signs and wonders in Egypt. Moses led him to the mount where God appeared in smoke and fire and gave Moses the Ten Commandments. He gave him the law. And they had trouble along the way. But eventually they got back in the land. They had strong men that were walking in the way they should have. 
They had a strong king in David. They had a king that was royalty at the top of Israel's game with Solomon. In the area of the kings, there was a lot of wicked people, wicked kings. And we're talking about both houses now. And so as we go through this, you know, it behooves us to remember. Now see, I talk about America because that's where we are. Psalm 94.21. These are just various things about the blood. They gather themselves together against the soul of the righteous and condemn the innocent blood. And the innocent blood is referring to the righteous when they're murdered. So they put them to death. Psalm 106.38 And shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and their daughters, whom they sacrificed unto idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. This is when they were sacrificing their kids unto Baal. This is Judah. Of course... The northern tribes were terrible this way too. But see, by the time Judah goes into captivity, the northern tribes, the lost tribes of Israel, uh, they were already judged. Proverbs 1.11, If they say, Come with us, let us wait for blood, let us lurk privily for the innocent without cause. Well, you don't go. See, all this has to do with finding a way to lay in wait, to take advantage of, to kill people, to take something from them, to push your cause or whatever it is. Now, if you look and pay attention to Twitter and pay attention to some of these other places and watch what these people are posting, you're going to see that America on the streets of America today is shedding innocent blood. And they're also, they live by violence. And they have no idea what innocent blood is or innocency. Proverbs 6.17, a proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. Isaiah 59.7, their feet run to evil. They make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. Now this is from Isaiah 59.7. Now, understand that when we talk about Judah going into captivity and the cost was 70 years, we equate that to a generation. And God forgave them. And God led them back to the land. They were restored. See, today, through the atonement on the cross and the shedding of the blood of Christ. See, the blood God has named set the law that it was by the blood that men would have atonement. In the Old Testament, they made atonement through the blood of animals. In the New Testament, when the Son of God came, it was through the shedding of his blood that the sins for all people that are born would have a chance to be totally forgiven and restored unto God. Now see, today, the majority of the church goes by the word Christian. But Christian was a later development. In the early time of the apostles, it was called that way, the way that Jesus walked. Matter of fact, in 1 John 1, it says, If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all unrighteousness. See, there's a walk. There's a path. And in the Old Testament, under the law, there was a walk and a path that you had to do. 
and God would hold you accountable. The only difference today is the blood, the shed blood of Christ in the new covenant is a better covenant than the old covenant. Now that doesn't mean the old covenant is no good because Christ came to fulfill the law, not destroy the law. And one of the things that fulfills the law is the love that's applied within that law. For the essence of the law is love. So at any rate, okay, here's some more. Genesis 4.10. Now this is the Lord talking to Cain. (laughs) And he said, what have you done? The voice of thy brother's blood cries unto me from the ground. See, he was lying to God. And God called him out on it. I already know what you did. Your brother's blood cries unto me from the ground. Now see, you can't hear it. But God is a just God. And he says, And now art thou cursed from the earth, which has opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hand. Genesis 9.5 Now this is about the blood as well. And surely your blood of your lives will I require. At the hand of every beast will I require it. At the hand of man, at the hand of every man's brother, will I require the life of man. Whoso sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of God made he man. In other words, those who shed blood and kill someone innocently, your blood would be required or your life to pay for that blood. Leviticus 17.11 For the life of the flesh is in the blood. I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. Now you see all these kids, and I've seen something on Twitter, a live video, a a video that was shot, and there was uh, three or four young people around. These are gangsters, young punks. There was one that was taking the video, and there was some guy standing there. Could have been a woman. We couldn't tell. But another guy came up, and shot him two or three times right in the face and then again once on the ground. You see, all of those people there are now guilty of the blood because they conspired. And the one that shot him has the curse on them. But you see, there's a lot of blood shed in America And that has already been laid to the problem of America today, is the shedding of innocent blood. And with all the abortions that we've done, that's been added to the balance on America as well. Judgment will come to America in its fullness. And the judgment will be severe. It will be death. Now there is one way to get around that and that's to become a a believer. To totally repent of your sins and ask God to forgive you. But if you were a continual murderer who did it over and over and over again with no remorse, it's hard to say that you would actually be forgiven. Now see, there is different theological thoughts on this. But you will reap what you sow, and that is what the Lord says. For whatsoever a man sows, that shall he reap. Numbers 35, 27, The revenger of blood find him, 
without the and the revenger of blood find him without the borders of the city of his refuge and the revenger of blood kill the slayer he shall not be guilty of the blood now this is some more numbers 35 27 now all this has to do with the cities of refuge and if you accidentally say someone came to you and tried to take your life and instead you killed him by accident you were defending yourself well to keep the revenger now I'd have to look at this context but they went to you know the cities of refuge number one the one that went into the city of refuge would be the one that shot somebody by accident and he accidentally died and then there's another one where he is put in there in that city of refuge and someone comes and shoots him to revenge for that then he's guilty of the blood because he shouldn't have killed the guy if that was in the city see the revenger of blood find him without the borders of the city that's outside the borders once he puts you in those borders you're not to come out of those cities now see this is a type of Christ this is this is a picture of the way it is with Christ when you confess your sins you come unto the Lord and you're in that place with Christ and your sins are forgiven but if you wander outside of that outside of Christ then you're going to be in trouble because you're not going to be protected because you left now numbers 35:33 says so you shall not pollute the land wherein you are now this is one of the reasons I'm going through this folks for the blood it defileth the land. Now, I'm trying to tell you something, people. Pay attention. You see, the Biden administration has made an enemy out of those who are against abortion. But our country is filled with kids who think that they can kill a baby and they're going to be free of that blood. They're not. America won't be free of the blood either because you have polluted the land with the blood of the innocent. And this goes for every nation on this earth. The land cannot be cleansed of the blood that is shed therein, but by the blood of him that shed it. That's the law. And God will hold you to that. And the nations of men. So it behooves the nation to totally repent and change its policies so that your land can be cleansed. But see, even Jerusalem, where the Jews are today, and they rejoice in being in Jerusalem, Jerusalem has been laid waste many, many times. They've been attacked and overran. They've had different rulers and conquerors. There's been a lot of blood shed in the Holy Land. In Deuteronomy, not Deuteronomy, but Revelation, Jerusalem is spiritually known as Sodom, and Egypt and Egypt was judged for her sins and so there is a real issue when we talk about Jerusalem and the temple and everything else and the Jews know the law they also know you know the sacrifices it takes to cleanse the land So the conclusion is, in Deuteronomy 21.9, So shalt thou put away the guilt of innocent blood from among you, when thou shalt do that which is right in the sight of the Lord. 
In other words, as a Christian believer, you get into the Word of God and read what the apostles tell you to do. And one of the simplest ones that you can do is in 1 John 1, where we walk in the light as Christ is in the light, just like he does. We have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ will cleanse you. See, but before you do all that, you have to repent. But see, repentance will lead to that. That's what I'm getting at. And so another thing comes in here as we look at uh, this thing with Judah and this bloodshed. And that's seducing spirits because they are real strong in this area. Now see, in 1 Timothy 4, 1 and 2, now the Spirit speaketh uh, expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Now we have got a spirit of uncleanness and perversion in this nation. And we've got a lot of other spirits. But this is a country right now that its days are numbered. And you can see it numbered by the president you have today, by the, by the governors and the prosecuting attorneys and everybody in this nation because of the fruits that are coming out of the nations. We are divided. We're hateful. We're spiteful. We have nothing but thieves that are going through the grocery store. Major chains are closing down. We have people that are murdered on our street like you wouldn't believe. We have tens of thousands of children missing. No one knows where they were. Today there was an interview and uh, this guy had interviewed this couple. They were coming here from another country. And they had, I believe, one daughter with them. Or son. But their daughter was missing. And they said, on the long hike, somewhere along the line, she went missing. We tried to find her and couldn't find her. Now see, we have tens of thousands of children missing. Now God, our Father, has given everything over to Christ. And in Revelation 1, he is called the Almighty. Because he's the one doing the judgment. So while we go through this about Judah... Well, Judah's already already paid for her sins. They're in the land. So they don't have to worry about a lot of things, but there's still a lot of issues. And if you think being in a Christian country like America, having all the churches we do, and doing the things that we're doing now, and your churches are going to save your butt, you're wrong. It's time for you to repent and America to repent. Now, of course, if you really know the Lord, you're not doing those things, then you've got confidence. Because you're walking in his light. Now, Matthew 24, uh, 24 through 28, it also talks about deception for there shall arise false Christ, false prophets, and shall so, uh, show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Now, the wordage in here actually points to the fact that not only is it possible, in fact, it could deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before, the Lord says, Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold he, meaning the Messiah, 
is in the desert, do not go. Why won't you go? Because if you go, you'll be deceived. Stay away from it. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it or not. He's a deceiver. You don't want to... You don't listen to people, folks. You follow the word of God and the warnings. Christ gave you these warnings for a reason. Because you could be deceived, totally. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shines even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Now if there's one sign for the coming of Jesus Christ, Yahshua, it's this one. He is not going to listen. He is not going to come out of Pittsburgh. He is not going to come out of the UK. He's not going to come out of Egypt or Arabia or anywhere where a Muslim comes out of. The true Messiah, the Son of God, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, the only begotten of our God and Father, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, is coming in the clouds like lightning coming out of the east, shining to the west. Everybody will see him and he will be in the sky coming with the armies of heaven. So if you see a spaceship show up and the door opens and out walks Jesus Christ, you better walk the other way because that is not the Messiah. Are we clear on this? Now, I'm serious. I've been doing this a lot a lot of years, and I can tell you, people are blinded today. They will believe anything. Yeah. Micah 3, 6 through 12. Now, I like this verse for a reason. <laughs> but let me read it first. I'll tell you. Micah, chapter 3, 6 through 12. Therefore, night shall be unto you that ye shall not have a vision, and it shall be dark unto you. Now he's talking to the false prophets and the seers. That's what he's talking to. And it shall be dark unto you that you shall not divine, and the sun shall go down over the prophets, and the day shall be dark over them. He's also, you know, and you could relate this right to Judah and even the northern tribes because when they started falling away from the Lord and when they say, therefore night shall be unto you that you will not have a vision. In other words, God's not going to speak to you in the, in the middle of the night. You will hear nothing. You'll be confused. And verse 7 of this says it. Then shall the seers be ashamed, and the diviners confounded. Yea, they shall cover their lips, for there is no answer of God. Now this is what Micah says right after that. But I, but truly, I am full of the power by the Spirit of the Lord, and of judgment and of might. To declare unto Jacob his transgression and to Israel his sin. Now do you see the difference? When you're falling away and you have them seers, God can regulate what they can see and what they can't see. And this is during judgment. This is talking about judgment. And Micah is standing up while they can't hear nothing, while they're ashamed that they can't do any more. They've already led you astray. There's going to come a time that it's going to be dark for them. They're not going to know. They're not going to say anything. It's been a lie. And it's going to be revealed to them because the judgment's going to come. But truly I am full of power by the Spirit of the Lord and of judgment and of might. What for? Just to say he's full of it? No. To declare unto Jacob his transgression and to Israel his sin. Now these are the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of judgment. This is discerning judgment, being able to speak judgment. And of might, meaning the power, the ability to carry out what God has called him to do. 
and to declare unto Jacob his transgression and to Israel his sin. He will be anointed. You will know he's anointed. He has the power and you will know his power. And so he says after this, hear this, I pray you, you heads of the house of Jacob and princes of the house of Israel that abhor judgment and pervert all iniquity. Well, of course, they abhor judgment because they've done this. Verse 10, they build up Zion with blood and Jerusalem with iniquity. They're the heads thereof judge for reward. That's the judicial system. Yeah, you got to pay them if you want to have a, a, you know, the kind of verdict that's going to help you. And the priests thereof teach for hire. It's not a call of God. It's all for money. The prophets thereof divine for money. You know, if you're a prophet, you give them money and they'll tell you something. Yet will they lean upon the Lord and say, Is not the Lord among us? None evil can come upon us. Therefore shall Zion for your sake for your sake be plowed as a field, and Jerusalem shall become heaps, and the mountain of the house as the high places of the forest. In other words, judgment's coming. And Zion will be plowed like a field. And it was. See, now we're talking about blood and and violence and iniquity. This is the way it was there. So now you look around and you tell me, America, what do you see in your cities, your big cities? California, that is a mess over there. It is an absolute catastrophe what's going on in the streets over there. And I shouldn't have to break it down for you. And you look at what's happened in New York. You look around the nation and see what's happening. But see, we always had murder rates in our cities. Now, Isaiah 1. This is the first chapter of Isaiah. Now you see, he's getting ready to give a full declaration unto Judah. And they all had habits of praying and going through the motions. They always did. But they had sin connected to it. And so he says in verse 15, And when you spread forth your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. When you make many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. In other words, your iniquities will separate you from your God. And that's as pertinent today as it was back in Israel's time in the Old Testament. Wash you, make you clean, put away the evil of your doings before my eyes, and cease to do evil. Okay, America? That's what you need to do. We call for repentance. We're not playing around. We need someone in there that will take serious America and heal it. There's only one man. I can tell you who it is. But you can find that out on your own. And if you think it's Joe Biden, then you need to go back to kindergarten. Wash you, make you clean, put away the evil of your doings before my eyes, cease to do evil. Learn to do well, seek judgment, relieve the oppressed, judge the fatherless, plead for the widow. Now this is one that we use in the church a lot. Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, red, like blood, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Now that's in the first chapter of the book of Isaiah that the prophet wrote to tell Israel, this is your condition, this is what you need to do. 
If you will do what I tell you to do, then you won't have to worry about the judgment. Okay, America, I have told you about this. I have read the scripture while we're doing our Isaiah study. And if you will listen and do as God says, repenting, and that's what this is, is repenting. Learn to do well. You know, don't be like you were. Turning from those things. That's what repentance is. You turn around and go the other way. You know, if there's a cliff out there and someone tells you better turn around, no, I'm not going to turn around. You can't tell me what to do. And over the edge he goes. America, you're walking towards that edge. And so is the world. And God's saying to you through through many Christians and and many churches, wake up. I tell the nations of men to wake up. But many won't hear. Not at all. Now, so let's move on now. Isaiah 59.4 None calleth for justice, nor pleadeth for truth. They, <laughs> they trust in vanity, speak lies, they conceive conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity. All I can do is shake my head. None calleth for justice. Now can I say that today? No, there are people calling for justice. Do any plead for truth? Well, to be honest with you, the way they're trying to destroy Donald Trump, I don't see how anybody can call truth in America anymore because they're all lies. They trust in vanity or those things which you can't trust. They speak lies. They conceive mischief. Boy, that sounds like the Democratic Party. Not all of them. Not all of them. If you think this is just Republicans and Democrats, you're wrong. This is in our innate nature, in our political system, and in America today in the way we live. We bring forth iniquity. And see, now Tower can remember, but when we were raised, we had churches almost on every block. And we had great revivals. America's had great revivals. Europe had great revivals. There's no more great revivals. Now they do have revivals going on in various institutions and stuff that they're calling out. And CBN's been covering it. But that ain't going to save America. It'll save those who call upon him. Judgment right now is here. Whether you survive depends on whether you're going to repent or not. They conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity. Man, that nobody calls for justice. Nobody stands up and says, Well, I don't want any more iniquity. I want truth. Have I heard that on social media? No. They trust in vanity or things that are worthless, that do not profit. They speak lies. Have I heard that? Yes. They conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity. Well, they sure do. If you see, if you watch what's going on in the streets of our United States cities, you wouldn't believe what's going on. People are out for themselves. When they argue, it's for themselves. They don't consider others. These are the people that will watch someone get the hell beat out of them. And the people that beat him out, strip him naked, take everything, and he lays in the street. And everybody stands around and laughs at him. Yeah, that happens in America. James 1, 12 through 15. Lust, temptation, and death. 
Blessed is a man that endures temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord doth promise to them that love him. Now you see, the Christians that are here today, and if you want to become a Christian, we have to endure temptation. We have to go through things. Through much tribulation do we enter into the kingdom of God, Paul says. But let no man say when he is tempted, I'm tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. The sin, the temptation is on your head. It's not God's fault. So, but every man is tempted when he is drawn away of his own lust and enticed. Then when lust has conceived, it brings forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, brings forth death. That's James chapter 1. So if we look around, Psalm 62.10, Trust not in oppression, become not vain in robbery. If riches increase, set not your heart upon them. God has spoken this once, twice I have heard this, that power belongeth unto God. Also unto thee, O Lord, belongeth mercy, for thou renderest to every man according to his work. Now where do you think I get this? I get this from the Psalms and the Proverbs and other scriptures that's in the word of God. God had believers that he gave this to to write down. The children of Israel have had this book all along. All they had to do is read it. We didn't change it. We put it in English, but that's about it. You know, modern man did. They put it in the various languages. But the children of Israel had this. They had the book. They had a relationship. Why didn't they read this and obey? I'll tell you why. Because man is lawless. And he walks away from God. He forgets what he's supposed to be doing. He ignores the Lord. He gets tired. He wants to delve into the dark, precious things of the night that are sinful. Psalm 62, 10 and 12. Trust not oppression. Become not vain in robbery. Well, that's a good thing for this generation. If riches increase, set not your heart upon them. God has spoken this once. Twice have I heard it. That power belongs to God. What? Riches. The power to get riches belongs unto God. Psalm 62, chapter 1 through 8. Psalm of David. Truly my soul waits upon God. From him comes my salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense and I shall not be greatly moved. How long will you imagine mischief against man? You shall be slain, all of you, as a bowing wall shall be, and as a tottering fence. They all come down. They only consult to cast him down from his excellency. They delight in lies. They bless with their mouth, but they curse inwardly. My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength, and my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Now those are scriptures to back up and to let you understand a little bit of what Isaiah is talking about. Now see, we look at verse 5. They hatch 
cockatrice, which translated as adders or a basilic. In the legends of Hellenistic and Roman times, that was a small serpent hatched by a reptile from a cock's egg, which happens to be a corruption of Latin, calcatrix from calcare, to tread. Now all that's in between. So the the actual word says they hatch cockatrice eggs and weave the spider's web and he that eateth of their eggs dieth and that which crusheth breaks out into a viper. To hatch a cockatrice egg is to tread. So they're treading. To weave a spider's web is to catch in a spider's web. You know, when people are doing evil, one thing they do, especially in America today, they will try to tread, beat down, or destroy anybody that calls them out. They also weave a spider's web of deceit and try to catch people. They openly do it today. And he that eateth of their eggs, you partake of what they're trying to give you, you're going to die because it's iniquity. That which is crushed breaketh out into a viper. That's because when you get this evil, you don't really crush it. It comes back. You have to truly avoid this and you got to cast out the powers and the principalities that are causing this. So the indictment of their evil, those who are doing these things, is a web of deceit that they cast. And the minute they cast it, death is near. Destruction is near. And we can see this verse in America right now. Now, we're going to continue with verse 5 next time. But I wanted to sum that up from what we went through. The truth here is that judgment is real. The truth also is that God wants to forgive you and he wants you to be with him. So do not fear. Seek the Lord with all your heart and trust in him. I would suggest you read John at least 20 times and meditate on it. Then move to 1 John. Move into Romans. Read and study and seek the Lord. Father, thank you for this word. Bless this word to those that hear it whenever they hear it. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, in the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word in Jesus' name. Okay, Tower, we don't have long, but say goodbye. Well, thank you for joining us, everybody, whenever you do. It's our pleasure to have you here with us. We're thankful for each and every one of you, and we always pray for you, and we love you, and... Please stay safe out there. Pray for your brethren around the world and pray for us. And be sure to join us tomorrow on Sound the Shofar for Kingdom War and the Coming King. War with the Lamb, Part 3. So, good night, everybody. And don't forget to go by our websites at warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Until next time, good night, everybody. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warn Radio.
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.